Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Gary Spivey, the world's most gifted psychic on 101.3 KDWB. Good morning, Gary. Hey, good morning. How Where are you? Where were you? You were just in uh, Milan, is that right? I, well, I was running around. I, I wasn't in Milan, but I was like in a lot of places. I was all over Europe. I was in Austria and uh, in Vienna hanging out. That was fun. Wow. What do you and do so in Vienna? What, you drink red wine, Dave. Do you drink red, red wine? Yeah, lots of it, yeah. What's the weather like? I'm going to Italy Friday, Gary. I need to know what to pack. Um, it's about like here. Okay. Yeah, you, it would be like here right now. It's okay. a little warmer, a little bit warmer Good. than there. Okay. Yeah. Gary Spivey, the world's most gifted psychic. First of all, I'll let you know, go see Gary in person. You'll love his show. He's going to be at Treasure Island coming up this Saturday night. Yeah. Show's at 9 o'clock. It's like a later show because you know what's going to happen. People are going to get a little liquored up and they're going to let the questions fly that they oh, normally yeah. would. That's the best show. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah. When people get a little liquid lubrication and they're like, okay, I was going to ask you about my career path, but I'm instead going to ask you about my bondage fantasy. And it's like, boo. Right. And, I mean, it's just, it gets, and I can tell them and, about that. And they and yeah. he can. Right. Find out more <laughs> when you go to see Gary Spivey and bring along your boyfriend or your girlfriends or what do you want to do? It's a fun night. And the, the great thing about it is at the end of the night when the show's over, you're in a casino. So... And there's a bar down the hall, so it's awesome. You're going to love it. And Dave, people are, I think, lucky when they're around me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that is, but people always like they like to take me with them gambling. Um, so, uh, Gary will exude good luck yeah? when you uh, head out to the casino. I've got somebody on the phone to start things off this morning. This is Caroline. Hi, Caroline. Good morning. And Caroline, how old are you? 48. You are dating a man who is how old? 21. 21. Now, how did I have some questions for you? For really quick, I know you got questions for Gary. Um, you've been dating for a couple of years. What do you find attractive? Besides the obvious, what do you find attractive about a twenty-one-year-old guy? He's actually very mature for twenty-one, which I know you think. You know, right? Every forty-eight-year-old is going to say that. Sure. But, yeah. Um, we have a lot in common. We talk a lot about work. Um, we're both nurses, or he's going to school to be a nurse. And I um, and him are very politically motivated, so we do a lot of politics stuff into arts and museums, so we have a lot to talk about. Okay. Um, does he, I mean, do you see each other regularly enough? Because my fear, whenever you think about dating somebody much younger, is that... They they're aren't all, ready to settle down. They're not ready to settle down. They're seeing somebody their own age, too. Do you ever wonder if he is seeing somebody his own age on the side? He's not, because he doesn't do girls his own age. Um, When he started to date me, and he told his parents about it, um, he said, I'm only attracted to older women. Interesting. All right. um, But we, it's interesting, we have a long-distance relationship. So he lives about four hours south of me. So we see each other monthly and um, talk and Skype every day. Okay. What do you want to ask Gary about your relationship? Well, in the last three weeks, he's been very distant, says it's a lot of pressure from school um, and his family, and I just feel like that's not exactly what it is. 
Um, and so I'm just kind of curious what's going on with him. Is it the pressures of school? Oh, God. Um, I don't even know how to explain this to you. Um, he, okay. he, here, here's what I see. I think he's exploring his sexuality is what I think. Mm. Yeah. And I think you're part of that uh, path, if you would. Okay. And okay. and so I think he does care for you. I think he has a, a he's a very sweet person, uh, and has a lot of love. Uh, and I see that he's really trying to figure out who he wants to be when he grows up, and it goes back to sexuality. And uh, he wasn't attracted to younger women. He was a little bit attracted to older women, and uh, sometimes a lot, in your case. And uh, but I think he's attracted to men. Oh, is that possible? That. Did you wonder yes, about that? Yes, I wondered that. What made well, you wonder? He, you know, here's the funny thing. He's very... Um, Feminine. Uh, very homophobic. But we have explored, obviously, multiple things. Okay. Actually, but... Sure. Um, I, I have a son who is actually older than him who is gay. And he's always been very cool with my son, um, but has always said, God, that's not the life for me. That's not me. That's not me. And because he was so vocal about it not being for him just mm. made me think that maybe it was mm. that's a good sign very interesting so what should mm-hmm. she do is there any th- action she should take let it play itself out have fun or what should she do Gary? well you know i think you have had fun i think it's been a fun ride and um i, I think that's what it is and and so but i i think you can certainly be nice to him and uh don't mm-hmm. bring it up if you do i think you'll hate your guts and I think right. he's got to figure out who he is on his own. But I really see that that's really what he's going through. He's just trying to figure out who he is. Now, see, Caroline would have never known that. Not really. It would have taken her a while. She would have figured out a yeah. while. But this is what Gary does. He lets you find out in two and a half minutes what would normally take two and two a half, half months or two and a half years <laughs> to figure out. What do you want to figure out? Gary can help you out. Call us at 651-989-KDWB. Back into the questions. Here's an email. Uh, sent to ryanshow at kdw.com. That's the email address for questions with psychic Gary Spivey. My siblings and I are feeling helpless about my mother and her hoarding. It's gotten worse over the years to the point where we have had numerous interventions. The conversations go nowhere and um, there isn't any progress that is made when we try to help out. Um, It's lost once we leave the house, basically. I've watched the show Hoarders for Tips, but I'm no psychiatrist. I have no idea what trauma led my mother to my mother's hoarding. It's hard to understand why she cannot part with useless items that are taking over her home. Closets have collapsed, floors are dirty, and there are too many items everywhere to dust. It's sad to see my parents' house in this state, and we feel powerless after the many failed attempts to help. Mm. What is causing my mother to hoard? Can you take whatever trauma my mother is dealing with away so we can part with her quote-unquote treasures? Please help us. Well, here's what I'm seeing, and uh, I had one of my family members that was a hoarder. And, and so I can relate. And um, what I see is this, uh, this lady has obsessive compulsive demons, and I just got rid of those. And she has traumas that go back to um, some sort of a of sibling rivalry where she didn't think she was deserving of stuff or things when she was growing up. And now she wants to keep all the things. And so it goes back to that trauma. And so many times it does go back to a trauma and a person will start to disassociate and have a disassociative kind of a disorder. Anyway, I pulled that off of her head. She'll feel better. All right. Um, this is Aziza. I hope I said your name right. Is it Aziza? Aziza. Okay. Yeah. What do you got going on? What do you ask Gary Spivey? What's up? All right. Um, my parents divorced when I was about two or three, so I've never met my dad. He lives in Iran. Um, I want to meet him. I want to know him. I want to know what I have in common with him, if I'm like him. Nothing. I've tried calling him and calling him 
am calling him and he just says, I'll call you back and never calls. And oh, he maybe had, that's I hard. maybe had like three conversations with him and I'm 25 now. So you want to know, will you ever get to know your dad and why yep. doesn't he want to have a relationship with you? Right. Okay. I mean, does he have, I know there's a different lifestyle over there. I mean, but does he have a different, I mean, is life completely different? Does he not have time? I have, I'm clueless. Okay. What's his nationality? Um, he is Persian. Okay. He's Muslim, but my mom told me last, you know, he wasn't really practicing. Right. But here's what I think. I think he does practice the culture. And so uh, I think you're only a daughter. Ouch. And so I I know that hurts, Mm. but that's really... I just want to know reality. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Did you hear what Gary told you? Yeah. You did. Okay, good. Yeah, only a daughter. And so, so he, if you were a son... He would then care, uh, but you're a daughter, and so he don't. And so that's just sometimes part of the culture, and unfortunately, uh, this is what the deal is. And so I wouldn't waste too much time. I think you're wonderful, and I think you're beautiful, and I think a lot of people love you. So I would hang out with other people. That's got to be hard, though, because, you know, it's it's our culture to want to know and love our father and lo- and right. be known and be loved by our father, yep. so it can be really difficult. He's not yeah. lovable, and he hates your mother. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I don't know. He's like a smooth talker. He always says, oh, your mother's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to think. All right. Well, good luck. Um, quick email. I recently found out my wife is bi and she has a girlfriend on the side. Now she wants to explore more than, you know, such as having her friend join us. In return, she joins her friend and her boyfriend. My wife also would like to have a guy join for a fantasy um, for her. Is this a good idea? Will this ruin our relationship? Well, I, I think your relationship is already a little different um, and uh, than you would like for it to be. I, I don't think he's really into all that, but I think that he has no choice but to probably do it or she'll dump him. Okay. So Really? I think, yeah, I think, she, yeah. I think he's got to go along, you know, but I think it's going to be a little bit weird with the guy thing with him. But, um, you know, because I think she has some pretty crazy... Isn't that every yeah. guy's dream? To be with um, a guy? Well, no, not to be the guy, with the I girl like, part. Oh, yeah. I feel like that might be your dream to try, but I don't know that it's not every yet. guy's dream when you're married to someone for that to be what she's yeah. really into for the long haul. You know why? It's because you just got married, so you think everything's perfect. How dare you? Um, this is a random <laughs> one. I've always been in touch with my sixth sense. While hiking Barn Bluff in Red Wing the uh, other day... I sensed spirits around me. Out of nowhere, a jogger passes me. I had a strange feeling and passed a cross made of sticks where a a jogger died last year. When I got to the parking lot, there was only my car there. Was the jogger the spirit of the deceased man? I searched his obituary and it looked just like him. Or am I crazy? Crazy. Okay. Really? Well, I mean, it could be. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we are. Yes, okay. it was, Dave. <laughs> it was. No, it was. You no, know, but you know, here's the thing. This person was actually feeling the spirit of the jogger. Okay. But the one that passed was not the jogger. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but but there was a connection, and that was the chill, the kind of chill thing. That's what that was. So okay. there was a connection. Okay. Got a question for Gary Spivey. You can call us at 651-989-KWB. You can email us, too, to ryanshow at kwb.com. Ashley is on the phone. Ashley, what's going on? Ashley? Um, yep, I'm here. Go ahead. Um, Siri, my mom and I have kind of a tangled, like a love-hate relationship. Right. And her husband um, sexually molested me for a long time and actually went to jail and she chose to stay with him and she sent me back to live with my dad. And I just want to know why she chose him or if she blames me because 
Like I said, it's like a love-hate relationship. I, there's like a disconnect. I'm her daughter, but yet I'm not. I have a sister that is her, um, his and hers, and she's like the daughter with the golden spoon, and I'm just the crap daughter that, you know, she sent away. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I'm really sorry. You know, I feel bad for you uh, that you had to go through all that. But, but what I see is um, she's a little bit self-serving, selfish, self-absorbed, self-like. Mm. You know, she's selfish, right? She's very selfish. Okay. She's very materialistic. He makes yeah. a lot of money. Okay. Well, if he lost his job and didn't make money and lost his money, she'd dump him too. So I think it's about her. So sometimes people are just about them. And unfortunately, your mother's one of those people. And so I don't really see her changing. And I think you're wonderful. And I think I would move on and not worry too much about it. I got rid of some traumas around your head and around your heart. Okay, good luck. Good luck. Courtney, question about your fiancé. You're going to get married, right? No, it's my ex-fiancé. Your ex-fiancé? Yes. All right, yes. what happened? Um, he got shot and killed in May of last year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, by one of his friends that he had been knowing for five, six years. Okay. And there's a rumor going around that they had a sexual romance relationship together. Right. And we're just wondering if that's true and why he really shot him. Did this happen here in the Twin Cities? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's really true. Um, and that is why one of the reasons he shot him, because he was jealous. Okay. And so he was, really? you know, it was a jealous lover kind of rage. And uh, he was also talking about telling people this would be something that nobody would ever believe, right? Oh, no. Like they're kind of macho-like, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and so sometimes macho people, guys, fall in love. And so uh, that's what this was. And so it was. It, it got crazy, and one of them was going to tell the other one's, uh, it feels like spouse or girlfriend or something, you know, that thing. And so, okay. so and that's what happened. Wow. Okay. okay. I'm sorry to hear about sorry that. About yeah. Samantha, tell me what's going on. You, you got to talk to Gary Spivey. What's up? All right. Um, I actually, my best friend moved out of her parents' house, and then I ended up moving in her room. And one night, I woke up, and there was a lady standing there, and I thought it was her mother. So I was like, Connie, Connie, you know, like, trying to talk, and then, you know, it went away. And then it happened again the next night. So then I texted Katie, my friend, that it was her room, and I was like, what is going on? And she's like, is it a lady? Just ignore it and it'll go away. Whoa, really? Like, what? And I was like, you never told me your room was haunted before no I moved in here. <laughs> like, so she was dealing with that for years. And then I lived there for like a year and I like slept with my light on and like it happened all the How time. How old was, did she look like she's from like long ago or like current mom or what? Um, current. So she like, looked like a normal mom from this year. Her hair was well, fixed. Well, I, I don't know. It was. Kind of later. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Well, who was this, Gary, and why is she there? Uh, this was a lady that was confused. It was an Alzheimer's person. Uh, and, and so this is a spirit that is the most visible spirit to see. This lady was not a dead lady. This was a live lady. This lady, was some, sometimes when people have Alzheimer's, their spirit will leave and their soul will leave, leave their body before their body dies. And so that's oh. that's what happened. This was somebody who had Alzheimer's, and they were just hanging out lost. Oh, um, so is it, like, gone now? Because, like, nope. Connie said that after I moved out, like, it kept happening to her now. No, it's there. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this is a live lady. This is somebody's grandma that's lost. She hasn't lost. passed on. Hasn't passed on. And Why is she on. there? Uh, she's looking for her daughter, she says. Oh. I'm asking her, what are you doing? Do they used to live in that house or something? Um, yes. 
Has, yeah, I asked her and she said yes. Wow. And I go, would you like to go back to your body? And she goes, oh, no, no, no. But see, what happens is an Alzheimer's person will get demons. Uh, their soul will move out of their body. All these demons will jump in. That's the reason you'll have a little grandma that's never said bad words tell you what to do with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's true. And they do that. Yeah, they do. Sweet little old lady gets Alzheimer's and she'll swear like a sailor. It does happen. Um, My big issue goes along with leaving a company last December. There were multiple issues. However, this particular organization had some very cult-like feelings to it. Once I left and announced that I would be doing my own thing, every announcement or public bit of information that is positive towards my own new business venture seems to be oddly coordinated with horrible headaches, body aches, illness, and other things that just don't seem right. I'm wondering if you can tell me, is this a form of psychic attack? And it seems pretty severe at times, and they occasionally hit my family as well, which is completely not okay with me. We tend to be pretty sensitive to these sort of energies. And I'm hoping Gary can confirm that I'm not crazy, that this no. might actually be happening. It is. Okay. Yeah, this is really happening. And a lot of people are getting weird headaches, weird body aches, little pings where you feel like you get stabbed in the head or stabbed in the back or whatever. And uh, these are, are indeed psychic attacks. And so you can, you can, it could be a demon. It could be a other, usually it's other people's negative hate projections mm-hmm. but you can get those off of you and that's i'm doing a workshop uh next week actually saturday uh, all day long and uh you can come in to call 800-827-GARY or go on GarySpivey.com. you can get a ticket and that's the best way come and uh, hang out all day long and i'll teach you how to get rid of your own demons go gary go gary put them up yeah all right we're having a good time it's uh thursday <laughs> feeling great gary spivey is on hello gary hey good morning where are you calling us from today uh, i'm in minneapolis today and we've got so many people to go to owasso tulsa bartlesville don't forget khits.com to interact with our facebook page let's go to owasso and monica hi monica hello what's your question for the world's most gifted psychic gary spivey um my grandmother died four years ago march 6th and I was just wondering if she's still around me or where she's at, if she's happy or... Uh, I can see. wondering where she is. She, she's um, sitting, and, and, and she's very pretty. Uh, I get a vision of her. She's sitting in a chair. She's very pretty. Uh, she's laughing, and, and I just see this vibrant kind of glow. Um, you know, before she was sick, uh, when you looked into her face, you, there was a glow about her. Does that make any sense to you? Oh yes, and so she just glowed, and so she's glowing in heaven, and she uh, she tells me she's with you. She says she gets to be your angel. She hangs out with you. Uh, she's very aware of some children. Who are the children? Uh, my son and my daughter. Okay, and so she's very, very, very aware of them, and uh, she hangs out with them. She says more than you. They play with her, <laughs> and so uh, she's laughing and, and, and being a little bit cocky. You know, she's just a funny lady, uh, but she's yeah. doing she's doing really good in her heaven. She she was at the end. She she didn't you know like like most people don't like it very much. She hated it at the end. She said, and um, she says uh, thank you. She's telling me to tell you thank you. She feels like you did something for her, and so she says thank you again over and over. Thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Monica, thanks for the call this morning. Thank you. Have All right. a good- yeah, uh, let's see here. We got Dawn in Tulsa. Hi, Dawn. Hi. What's going on with your daughter? Um, She is two, and she spent the first month of her life in NICU, but she does not talk at all. And I just want to know if something is wrong, or is she going to be okay and talk eventually, or what? Well, you know, here's what she's got going. She um, um, She's having a problem with her ears. Has she had any ear infections or anything? No, and we did testing. I hear you, but I can I can hear what she's hearing, and so um, 
with with her hearing, it's not connecting right, and um, um, to where she's she's not hearing, you know, and it, and it might be sort of an auditory auditory thing to where it's not connecting right, you know, um, yet in on a brain level mm-hmm. uh, because she's not really understanding. She don't hear the words. In other words, like like what we hear. Okay, and, and so. Uh, will she talk? Uh, let me just look up here, and I'm going to talk to her angel real quick. Give me just a second. And I work with a lot of kids that uh, don't, you know, speak for the first little while, and a lot of times I can get them to talk. And so um, uh, I'm just looking around. She, um, I think she likes peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, like, very much. <laughs> yeah, but that's like your favorite thing in the world, right? Yes. Because I said, tell me something that your mom can relate to so she'll know I'm talking to you. And she said, tell her I like peanut butter, okay? <laughs> so, okay, so she, she likes peanut butter. And uh, she wants to eat it all the time, please, and she's just asking for that. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, she, I told her you'd feed her more peanut butter if she would talk to you. And, okay. And, so, and she immediately agreed to that deal, okay? Okay. And, and so now I'm slipping this higher self that I'm talking to, her a higher self angel, down into her body. And when I did that, feel how your face got really warm? Yeah. This is the process I work through many times with children um, who have autism and things like this. I don't see that as your child. I don't think that's the deal here. But okay. I'm saying that this is how I work with autistic children, and I'll get them to talk even though they've never spoke a word. And so uh, she's going to start talking, I believe, within the next, oh, maybe it's two weeks. Okay. 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 She'll start to say two words over and over, and then she'll just rattle away. Okay. Okay, and thank so that, you so much, Gary. Can you please call my office, if you would, because I'm keeping track of all these that I'm working with like this, okay? Hey, hey Don, what we're going to do is uh, we'll go ahead and put you on hold and get your contact info as well. Okay. Just so we can get you guys in contact with each other, okay? I'd love that. I'd okay. love it. All right, hang thank on you. hang on the line for us, Don. Now, Gary does that a lot with uh, gifted children. And, uh, Gary, I saw this guy on TV yesterday. Uh, he's actually a prisoner who's locked up. from. Uh, he murdered somebody like 20-something years ago, and he works with autistic kids with a dog. And he, he goes up when he does these training things. It's it's just a really interesting thing. And like uh, that autism, uh, I saw a lot of commercials uh, recently for for that. Do you think that the like you said there what he he wasn't autistic? The kid wasn't autistic. How no, do you I, know that? Like, how, what, what do you see? Like when you see that stuff? Uh, well, it's just a different kind of uh, beat I got, and the the way you know uh, this child is very very aware. Will look at you in the eyes. Many times, autistic children are not aware. Uh, they're aware, but they're very aloof, mm-hmm. and and so it's a little different thing. And so, uh, but however, uh, it, you can you, you sort of fix these little problems the same way. And and I figured out how to do it some years ago. And um, and oh, I don't know how many you know tons and tons of autistic children parents bring them to me, and I can get them to talking. And then once they start talking. They can communicate with the parents, and the parents know what they need. Okay, Gary Spivey, he's on the line, and uh, make sure you speak up because uh, we're connecting with him uh, on a different line today. So uh, what's your question? Okay, I just need to know about my son, my oldest son. He just really doesn't have the drive or doesn't know what he wants to do in life, and I just want to know how I can help him. Okay, so he's kind of looking for that that meaning and that thing to kind of work towards in life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Gary, what do you see here? Well, here's here's what I'm seeing. How old is he now? 21. Okay. Does he smoke a lot of pot? I don't know. Okay. You might start there and ask him that question. <laughs> and and so, because it feels like uh, it's that vibration I'm picking up, 
uh, to where I think he just sort of wakes and bakes, you know, and he's stoned most of the time. And so I think that's the reason he don't have any motivation. Um, he, and he, he sort of doesn't make sense with his logic, does he? Yes. And, and so uh, I just, you know, I believe that, that that would be probably 85% of his issues. So if you could solve anybody's problem with an 85% issue, um, you know, that's a big that's a big chunk. Hey, Robin, do this today. Why don't you go over to the pharmacy and you can get one of those at-home drug tests? I'm already way ahead of you. Okay. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> hey, Robin, you, you need to tell us uh, yeah. what happened. If you can do a follow-up with us, that'd be awesome, okay? Okay, I sure will. All right, Thank good luck. luck. Girl. Good, good luck, luck Gary. All right, let's go to Shonda here in Tahlequah. Hi, Shonda. Morning. So your son has a presence around him. Is it like a dark energy you're feeling here, or is is it like scary demons? Or No, what, no. What, what he actually has never been afraid. He, it's not like he talks to an imaginary person. It's different. He he um, refers to it as an angel, my angels, and he's had a lot of health problems. He's only eight, uh, been hospitalized 14 times, and cancer has been thrown at us. Everything has been thrown at us, so I know he's been protected. Uh, just, I was just wondering who it is. Yeah, no, he can see, uh, and he uh, he's actually connecting with his angel. He can see his angel. Uh, he can see God, and so, I mean, he's a very gifted child, and... Uh, this is just natural for him. He looks up a little bit, and that's yeah. what he sees in his head, just like I can he, see. He refers to, uh, he says a girl, and um, I have a feeling I know who he's talking to, but I'm wondering if that's if it's his sister. Well, he can see he can see everything. So, I mean, it depends on when he's talking. You know, sometimes I see heaven. Sometimes I see God. Sometimes I see demons. Sometimes I see angels. Sometimes I see dead people on the other side. So it depends on what time you're talking about. But, yes, he can see all of those things, and you just basically have to figure out what it is. And so by doing that, you know, what does this person look like you're talking to? What is the person telling you you're talking to? Who do I, they say they are? And he'll tell you all about it if you just make it normal. Two minutes left. Cool. Can we get through two calls here, Gary? Yep. Okay. Thanks, hey, Shonda. Shonda, thank you for the call. We appreciate thank it. You, Good thank luck. you very much. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm Charlie in there. Just so you know, Chris, I'm not going to have time for Chris this morning. They have to call back next week. Uh, we got Amanda and Taylor we're going to go to. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Okay, Gary Spivey's on for a couple more minutes. What's your question? Go. Well, I had a dream a couple days ago with my little brother. Um, he had died, I believe, in a car accident because you know, he does dirt track racing. But the odd thing is I could see him even after death. And I was wondering if it meant anything or should I be worried about him dying in his car racing this season or what? This is a dream that you had about your brother. This is a Ooh. dream that I had about my little brother. Was it real? You want to know, is this like a premonition? Yeah, I even texted him right when I woke up and asked if he was okay. I mean, that was, you know, mm-hmm. so it was, yeah. Yeah, no, this was a, this was not a premonition dream, which, okay, is, which was great. Uh, this was a demon dream. And so when I look, I see a red-eyed demon. When you were a child, did you ever have night terrors? Um. Not that I recall, but I don't know. Okay, because I'm just seeing usually these things will hang out around a person. And uh, when, even when they're kids, and, and so now I'm just getting rid of those. There's you got a few of them. There's about a one, two, three, four, five, six. You know how your head got hot inside? Yes, absolutely. That was, a, that was a crazy feeling, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was a demon. Actually, six of them. And uh, these red-eyed demons make you have bad dreams and night terrors, and it's the same dream that attacks children, and it creates fear in children, so they don't ever use their spiritual gifts, and it, it creates fear in you, so you can't find the, you know, joy in things. And so, but, but uh, it's all good. Okay. 
Nothing to worry right, about, Amanda. You. Thanks. All right, thank you. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number is 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.